0: Okay, so, uh, oh, um, thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be (laughs) Dead Than Sick. I'm continuing from everything I love about Junior. Um, So I wanted to read uh, A Man Healed at the Pool of Bethesda. I think that's how you say it. Um, After the, uh, this is John 5 verses 1 through 9 after this there was a feast of the jews and jesus went up to jerusalem now there was now there is in jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in hebrew beth bethesda (laughs) Uh, having five porches In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease they had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, or in other translations, he says, Get up. But this says, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. I'll be a, like a pastor. Lord Jesus, I just pray that you would speak through through your word right now in the name of Jesus. Give me the words. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but, uh, well, I'm going to try to remember what Joyce Meyer said because it was really good. And um, uh, But she was just talking about self-pity and about the victim mentality because, you know, And this is something that really hit me years ago because when I was clean after I graduated the Dream Center, I was still in so much pain. I had so many medical problems. They thought I had water diabetes, um... They thought that my adrenals were all jacked up. I was going to go to North Carolina on an airplane with my, you know, husband at the time. And my doctor said, no, you can't go on an airplane because you could have adrenal. What was it called? Adrenal. Oh, now I can't even think about what it was called. Um, but I could die, basically, was it, and, um, uh, I had, I had to see a, what was it called, uh, I can't even think of the, the, all different kinds of specialists, you know, um, and Dr., endocrinologist maybe a brain surgeon neurologist um uh hepatologist who i still see and oncologist i mean well back then not oncologist yet but just i had to see the doctor different specialists so many times and it was so, two men stabbed police have established a scene in Westlake right down the street from me as they canvas for further evidence oh citizens app (laughs) okay um yeah there's so much crime around me oh I hear sirens too anyways so um yeah I I was just sick all the time something either sick some kind of infirmity some kind of pain issue and and I had that for so long and if it wasn't one thing it was another it actually I believe looking back now that it actually became my identity in the sense that I was just like a sick person I was always sick or just even like the way I was when I was on dope like I'm just a junkie that was my identity. I'm a junkie. I'm a hooker. I'm you know, fill in the blank. I'm a loser. I'm this, I'm that, you know, I whatever. And and that became my truth and my identity and and when I was sick, it was like oh god I'm always sick I always have to go to the doctor and it's really easy to to put that label on yourself and get comfortable with it and to where it was like I was miserable always in pain but at the same time I did get a lot of attention and I, I don't know that i consciously was wanting attention like I'm trying to think i don't know probably you know i don't i mean it just it well i did get a lot of attention because I was just always in pain. I always had to go to the doctor and um and I needed help. Oh, and then when I first when I got married and we moved, I got Hep C from my husband. He didn't even know he had it. I had been tested and and I I didn't have it. Um I tested negative for 3 years that I had been clean and then all of a sudden I get married and I was so sick I thought I was dying I got so sick and I was looking I was looking online at all my symptoms and I'm like my gosh it looks like I have hep C but I've been tested so many times like there's no way I can't have hep C but it was so bad I could hardly get out of bed i had i guess it's acute symptoms just really i mean jaundice um diarrhea couldn't i i had no energy to do anything and finally i went to the er and um the the doctor tested me for hep c and yeah i had it um but yeah I was so sick along with the other things I had and then right when I got married I had I had a heart attack I got hep C I had a heart attack um what else uh well I already had pain from breaking my back twice and fibromyalgia and then they diagnosed me with rheumatoid arthritis I mean just one thing after another it was crazy and uh yeah i was just i had to have people people from from the dream center actually would come over and take me to the store and help me you know um so it was crazy but i believe that yeah it became my identity in a sense and um and comfortable you know just used to being sick and i remember hearing i don't know if i heard a sermon or if i was just reading the bible or what but um i remember reading or hearing when jesus asked do you want to be made well and you know you think that would be a duh like of course i want to be well you know like I don't like being this way but do you are you sure like I mean you've been that way for a very long time and it's been familiar and comfortable and sometimes it's really scary and difficult to change and to you know uh to have a new identity i guess you know and um but joyce myers was funny because she was saying um you know the the guy he'd had this infirmity for uh 38 years and he's been by this pool and you know he says oh but sir i have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up but while i'm coming another steps down before me and she was just saying like you know the excuses she's like if if i was out uh, if i was there for 38 years like you can bet that i would drag even if it's just like one inch at a time or I can't remember what she said but for me I'd be like I'd be rolling or somehow (laughs) figuring a way out I mean a way to get closer to that darn pool you know and then just like roll into the pool when the water stirred I'd be waiting by the pool you know but uh But I don't know if I would, you know, because it took me a long time. But um, that question, do you want to be made well? And I remember when I was sick thinking, do I? I've been so comfortable. And so this has been so familiar all my life. Just being just, I mean not all my life I actually think that my mom word cursed me not uh, and definitely not intentionally but I don't remember being really sick when I was a kid but I remember my mom when I was a teenager and even afterwards my mom would always say oh you're always sick you always get sick you catch everything and she said that her mom used to say that to her when she was growing up and because when I look back I'm like I wasn't always getting sick you know but I remember hearing my mom speak that and speak that and and I started always being sick as an adult and it was crazy but uh yeah I remember just really thinking about that that verse well Jesus saying do you want to be made well and I really had to look at myself and go do I like how's it going to be if I'm completely well and healthy because I almost think that having the excuse of being sick all the time was an excuse definitely but an explanation as well of why I couldn't do certain things because I was afraid I've all I'm not now Lord Jesus by the grace of God but I still can be um almost afraid of succeeding because growing up I was so scared that if I did really well at something then more would be expected of me and then I wouldn't be able to live up to it and that's crazy because I I don't know where that came from I think it was my family my dad um yeah because I'm thinking about I used to play tennis I was actually pretty good my dad wanted me to become professional my sister almost was going to become professional but then she ended up being on drugs too but um I I was like oh my gosh somebody's screaming outside um I my parents used to always say you're the one with talent and my sister she that she had to really work hard and I was a natural or whatever because but I would just goof off when I would play tennis but um I had so much pressure from my dad I would be playing tennis and I could see him pacing you know right outside the tennis court just like going back and forth back and forth and then if I would hit if I would miss or I would you know tank the ball or juice juice miss the point my dad would I could see him like gosh you know pissed off like you know by his body movements you know and and then there were times where I I would be pissed off at him like okay just make it more obvious that you're mad that I'm losing or whatever and there were a couple times where I'm like screw this I I would literally just to piss my dad off tank the game like the girl would sent me hit me the ball and I would purposely hit it into the ground and just to piss my dad off, and then as soon as I got off the t- t- tennis court, my dad would kick my butt. But I mean, he took all this fun out of it. But I, I hate talking bad about my dad because we were best friends. But I mean, and he's re- he repented and apologized to me for, you know, the way he treated me growing up. But but yeah, that's the kind of crap he would do. <laughs> it just like, um, <clears throat> or that I would do. Um, on purpose and I just I had I never really I don't know like I've I never really wanted to succeed to do too much because I was afraid of ultimately failing and more you know if not much is expected of you then you know (laughs) you won't really disappoint anybody but um yeah I think that was my mentality you know and and when I was sick all the time and and then I read that scripture and I was like do I even really want to get well because mm, I won't have an excuse anymore. And it's crazy because then I just got more stuff, you know, and then I got cancer and whatever. But, um, and it wasn't until I got to Skid Row. I went to Skid Row with a walker. And then somebody stole my walker. Then. Uh, I had a cane. Somebody stole my cane. Plus, you know, they say down on Skid Row, kindness is weakness, and um, you don't want to be look appear weak out there. You know, you're you're a victim. You're uh, what you call it? Like you're a target. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy because well I believe God healed me but also I just you know well plus heroin helped (laughs) to be able to not be in pain so I would be I was able to start walking but then even after I got off the street I I was using a walker and sometimes I use a cane I try not to um as much as possible but um yeah I just uh I believe that God has healed me of a lot of things and a a lot of it is spiritual and a lot of stuff is forgiveness forgiveness is a huge thing because unforgiveness will give give you me anybody um, an open door for the demonic but um yeah so going back to this um yeah the sick man saying oh you know excuses I don't have somebody to put me into the pool and or but while I'm coming other another steps down somebody else gets there before me and that's what like Joyce Martin was saying like well you know i would have found a way to get down there to the pool in 38 years and you know i'm just thinking too and he says but while i'm coming why'd you wait until the last minute dude why didn't you like or why weren't you already down there you know it's just like but um and then jesus said rise take up your bed and walk and Joyce was saying like uh Jesus didn't go oh you poor thing yeah I know you've been sick for a very long time you you know you know Jesus didn't patronize him or just like you know tell him like oh poor baby or I mean you know oh gosh yeah I understand he says get up take up your bed and walk and and i love that you know it's like just come on now because we can do all things through christ and we can do whatever we put our minds to really you know and and i know if i can do the things that I've done because of Jesus only that I know Junior is is more than capable more than a conqueror and I mean I just think I think I might have mentioned it to him before too I'm like if you can self will yourself to I mean even when he kicked over at my house twice you know I don't even know that I could do that, you know, because I used to be a, a complete maniac basket case when I would kick. Like I just I couldn't kick. I could not kick. Guys were usually always better kicking, um but yeah, the females are just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, Junior said, oh yeah, I remember we were on we went on suboxone I thought it worked fine and and you were like I'm sick I'm sick but I was I was. <laughs> I don't know suboxone didn't do much for me with heroin it did with uh Norco and uh yeah with Norco's with opiate pills, it, it worked. But with heroin, I don't know, man. I still felt like I was kicking. And so, yeah, it didn't work for me. But, um, yeah, I would be, Junior, I want to get well. <laughs> um, yeah, he reminded me of that. But, but yeah, I know he has a very strong will. And I, I, I'm i serious. He is amazing. And I just... That's why I would get so mad at him when he would quit. Because I'm like, oh my god! I know you can do this! I just know. And And there's things like with the Lord you know, we can wait for, wait on God, wait on God, wait on God, most of the time he's waiting on us, you know, like, come on, get up, and, and it's, it's just us taking that step, you know, of taking the step to, 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 conquer the fear, because I'm, like, finding out how much fear I have, like, but fear is not a bad thing, I mean, God has given us fear to warn us, I mean, like, well, again, I was listening to another Joyce Meyer, and, um, and, uh, I think it was Matt Crouch he was talking and he was saying that the the fear the healthy fear of like somebody who's uh operating up on like a bridge or something or I can't remember what illustration he used but you know or you're on you know a high rise or whatever um you have to have some some reverent fear like the fear that we're supposed to have toward god but you know i mean a respect you know and so there's healthy fear and then there's fear that you know of the unknown fear of oh my gosh like what if i fail what if what if what if this happens what if what if you know but god never says that we're not going to fear because we are but he says do not fear for i am with you and i heard somebody say something about fear um Oh, what was it? That no, oh, I'm gonna mess it up. Gosh, what is going on? There are sirens like crazy outside, but down the street, probably can't hear it on here. It's like one after another. Um, something about like courage. Pushing through the fear I mean I don't know I'm gonna mess it up but basically because people will think like people have said to me you're like one of the most bold person I know or you know fearless or whatever and it's like no it's not that I'm fearless it's it's being afraid but doing it anyway Um, I mean, there are some things that I'm not afraid of that some people might be, but then there's other things that I am afraid of that other people aren't afraid of, you know, everybody's different, but I, I can, God, those sirens, I wonder if it's those guys that stabbed somebody, I don't know, um, but anyways, kind of distracting, but, I just, um, yeah, people, I mean, everybody's going to ha- be afraid of stuff. And especially, I have a lot, I mean, I, I mentioned to Junior in, a, in one of my emails that, like, I ha- I'm scared. i scared. I have a lot of fears of just like, what if this, what if that, what if that, and that's where I have to take every thought captive and tear down the strongholds in my mind going oh you're never gonna make it oh you know that this is this is not good this is not gonna work out you know and it's like shut up in the name of jesus i don't want to hear that like shut up satan you know and and cast the argument the vain imaginations the stupid thoughts that are the enemies blowing in my ear You know and just say shut up in the name of Jesus out loud you know Um, because and just push forward and do it just a lot of times if I find myself especially lately because God has been dealing with me if I'm anxious or I really really do not want to do something because either I'm afraid or I'm irritated or I just My flesh is just like, I don't want to do that. Like, (laughs) I make myself do it. I make myself do it. It's almost like... Whatever I don't want to do, I make myself do it. I mean, unless it was something stupid. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, it seems like that's what I'm supposed to do is automatically you know like this morning oh my gosh I didn't even really I didn't really feel like going to a job to block I had negative thoughts like I don't want to go to this I don't want to go to this and yeah I'm like well I could just stay home I'm tired blah 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 and, yeah, but I'm like, "No no i I need to do this, and uh well, plus, my friend was donating a bunch of stuff and wanted me to introduce him to some people, but um but so it was kind of like doing a favor, I guess, but once I got there, I was so happy i, I you know, to see. My peeps and you know it's just. I mean I didn't get very much sleep at all last night. It was crazy. I went to bed at ten. I I dozed off, woke up. It was like eleven forty-five, and I could not go back to sleep for a long time. And I just just I don't know what was well you know it's like, oh I know that I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and. So now I'm looking at my watch going, now I'm only going to have five hours of sleep. Oh, now I'm only going to have four and a half hours of sleep. (laughs) like, and that doesn't help me go to sleep. But yeah, so um, yeah, but I'm just noticing more and more. I already knew this, especially when I was in discipleship, but you know, I'm I feel like I'm being discipled again by the Holy Spirit but uh I just it's like if you don't feel like doing it you need to do it like it's just like and um yeah and I am This is something I'm really gonna have to do that I got really lazy on and uh, I'm gonna start Monday. I'm gonna start Monday. Is I need to get up at the crack of dawn while it's still dark. Every morning, set my alarm. Get up, roll off my bed, get on my knees and pray for at least an hour and it's not to be like religious or to be legalistic or nothing it's just to make myself get into the habit because when I was in discipleship in Orange County the first time I ever had been in a Christian home where they said you have to pray on your knees for 45 minutes every morning I was pissed I was just like 45 minutes on my knees what the heck am I supposed to do for 45 minutes like you know I run out of talk I I run out of prayer like you know just you can only pray for so much you know that's what I thought and so the first few times I was like, oh, God, I'm just gonna like pretend I'm praying and fall asleep. <laughs> I was just being rebellious. And then after I left the program and went back to see it row and I'm I'm pretty sure I shared this on here, but I left and then <clears throat> when I got back and they were gonna not let me come back, but then they said that I could and I was a different person. I was like repentant and and so I started oh yeah I don't know if I yeah I'm pretty sure I showed this but that first week every time we would before prayer we would sing out loud we'd sing like worship songs and there was a big window uh out the front toward the street and a big tree outside and I literally saw demons hanging from the trees they kind of looked like black monkeys with red eyes and they just laughed at me and told me that I was never going to make it that I would go back and a whole bunch of other stuff and and for a whole week every day that was crazy and uh then they left finally but Um, but yeah and then I started to to learn how to pray because praying is not just talking it's listening as well we have to listen and be silent and have God talk to us too (laughs) like not just one-way conversation but yeah so I um I learned to love that but it it was a discipline and it took like literally where i had well you know we had to do it but i've had to to make myself do that just to fight my flesh and just okay just get your butt out of bed and do it and then it becomes a habit but it takes a minute boy it sure does you know, but, um, that's, that's what I've got to do, I got, because that's what I did, (sighs) 2020, I started doing that, and then, all during the quarantine, and then, yeah, and then I just got lazy when, when Junior started talking, (laughs) but, but, yeah, well, he's in discipleship. I'll be in discipleship too because I'm going to have to be uh, doing the same thing. Um, I love discipleship. I loved it. That was just like the most awesome thing. Sometimes I I, I take what I learned when I was in the program and I, I look back and I'm like, man, I need to do this. Like, memorizing scripture and um just yeah making yourself do things you don't want to do and pushing through it you know and so yeah but I'm, i'm gonna start doing that i just i have to break my oh my friend wants me to go to pasadena tomorrow night and that doesn't end until 10 or later. I want to get home to about 11. And then wake up at 4.35. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll start Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, see? This is... But, you know, I can keep doing that and thinking, oh, well, this day, oh, well, maybe what well, this is going on. And ex- making myself excuses and yeah then it'll just keep going on and on and then I fasted last week just half the day like till dinner but I need to start doing that again regularly too I mean it became a once a week habit of just it wasn't even fasting it was more like just not eating because I wasn't using the time to pray and read and it was just not eating you know so um yeah I need to like step up my game and be more disciplined again um it's so easy take a day off and it's so easy to just get lazy well plus like I've been so busy lately it's crazy that you know and then I'm tired and then whatever excuses it's just excuses but yeah um yeah I just really want to get I want to read more study more I still I'm thinking I need to either go to Bible study or do my own Bible study or just really start studying the word again because I want to get um I just want to know the Word. And... Yeah. Um, I just want to consume the Word. And... I want to... Get to know Holy Spirit more. Like, I feel like... Because everybody has... you'd say like kind of a stronger relationship or familiarity i can't say the word um with either the father the son the holy spirit when i first got saved my relationship with jesus it was like jesus like jesus my best friend jesus 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 and then um oh junior just text me love you um and then uh the net after time, the father, I've learned the father's love and, and it really had a lot to do too with my uh, relationship with my dad and having some closure and and um, talking to him about... You know how he hurt me when I was a kid, and, and um, he asked me for forgiveness, and that was another step. And now um, I want to focus on Holy Spirit and just be filled. I mean, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and that makes a huge difference, huge difference like I had never even I wanted the Holy Spirit the baptism of the Holy Spirit when I first heard about it but I didn't know why I wanted it I just wanted it because other people had it and I thought it was cool even though I didn't know what it was or what you know speaking in tongues or whatever and then and then I was asking God for it and then I went to a convention or something and I was you know hoping i would get baptized in the holy spirit nothing happened i was like well this is dumb like it's like like well why won't you give me the holy spirit god you know but it was because my motives were just totally not even like i didn't really want the holy spirit i wasn't really really desperate for the holy spirit the baptism and then i read more about the about the baptism and in uh i forgot if it's first or second corinthians but and then like the gifts of the spirit first corinthians nine Uh, anyways um and then uh i was around people who had been baptized in in the gift of the holy spirit and spoken tongues and i noticed a difference that they had power and anointing and i was just observing this and that's when i started really asking the lord and wanting it because i would see people they had power like like boldness boldness when they pray you know, just this boldness and confidence and just like, just that boldness and, or with evangelizing, talking to people, you know, and I'm like, I, I, I need this Lord. I really want this. And I started praying and praying and praying and asking, asking. And one day we went to a concert and we were worshiping, 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 and I was just worshiping and praising God. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it just started coming out, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah!" And and discernment, you know, it's crazy because a lot of times I could tell when people don't speak in tongues and it's nothing, oh gosh, it's not a salvation issue, but everybody, I mean, God is no respecter of person, it's, it's kind of like, I heard, uh, it's like, everybody, when you get saved, you have the Holy Spirit, but does the Holy Spirit have you, and, and, how bad do you want it, you know, and, how willing are you to... Surrender. Because we have to be surrendered to for the Holy Spirit to... You know... Consume us. And baptize us. And... Yeah. But that is, is a huge thing with discernment too. Because... And this is a concern. I, I wish that we talked more about this at church, but, but I think that's why there's so much deception in the church. Like a lot of people, they can't even tell what a real Christian is. Like if somebody's really born-again spirit-filled Christian, they just if somebody says, "Yeah, I'm a Christian, I go to church, but they're not they're they're by word but they're really not you know like it was crazy on my lift yesterday I asked the girl um do you know Jesus and she goes oh yeah I I believe and I said oh I go oh so you're Christian and she goes yeah and I go are you born again so you're born again Christian she goes no I was like oh but But I have 40, I'm not over 45 minutes, so I can't go on about this. But anyways, yeah, that's my concern a lot of times with people that don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because somebody could say, I'm a Christian. Yeah, but, well, Jesus said, you will know them by their fruit. But, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the time, so I can't go on here. But, anyways, um, yeah, I, I got I to gotta email Junior because he looked like he had a sad face, face like he missed me. <laughs> anyways, uh, God bless and thanks for listening.